Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Some of you, I lost you right there. That's a Sunday school song. May you get the Holy Ghost in Sunday school with Sunday school song. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to church. Praise God. I'm happy to be in the house of the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. I know, uh, I know uh, Amanda back there is happy she came tonight. Praise God. Amen. You just keep coming and you're going to get happier. Amen. Praise God. I'm just telling you. Amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And it starts with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 15. Give honor to Pastor Regan and Sister Regan for their kindness uh, to to us and letting us be here this long. Amen. Well, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, I mean, it's about long enough for a woman to have a baby. That's nine months, nine weeks, and revival's about. Some folks won't be delivered. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> hallelujah. I know some, I know one person that was excited about it. They were going to testify about being delivered. Amen. <laughs> oh, I'm just funny. I'm having a good time. Amen. Man, I feel good in the Holy Ghost. I said, I feel good in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. It's good living in truth. Amen. There's no questions. You don't have to, you don't have doubts. You don't wonder. You don't have to just put things off the side. It's just good living in truth. Exodus chapter 15, verse number one. And then, uh, and then Mr. Brother Soundman, uh, we're going to go to Psalm 42 at one. So, uh, uh, let's start at Exodus 15, verse one. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider he hath thrown into the sea. Now Psalm 42 and verse number 1. The scripture says, uh, let me get there. It says, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee. Oh, God. Jesus, we love you. Help us to do real good. Lord, let your spirit do a great job here today upon all those, Lord, that are hungry and open for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The the context of this passage is deliverance from Egypt. The Bible lets us know that Egypt is a type of sin. Egypt is a type of bondage. And the people of God, anybody that's going to be set free from Egypt is going to come through two things. They're going to come through the water and they're going to come under the cloud, symbolized by water baptism and being filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Am I thankful for baptism in Jesus' name? 
I said, I'm thankful for a baptism in not a sprinkling, not in a Trinitarian formula, but here, O Israel, the Lord our God. Can I remind you that the first thing that the Lord did when he began to bring his people out of Egypt is he knocked flat the greatest gods that Egypt served. Ten of them in a row. He knocked every one of them down. And when they came through it, they didn't say, thank Jehovah Yahweh Elohim. They said, thanks be unto the Lord God. And when Paul was writing about it, and he said those were for our examples in 1 Corinthians, he talks about the same Lord and says it's Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And so we know, we know that it's about baptism. And we know that it's about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Something that's already begun to happen here tonight. Amen. I, I thank God for a little tongue talking. But oh, it wants to come like a river. It wants to come like a well. Notice, notice if you would, that it wants to, we need to be baptized in water. To be filled with water. That it may come out of us as a well flowing. (laughs) Now the Bible said that he began to sing about how the Lord had overthrown the rider and the horse. The rider and the horse in that sea. Now, if you'll just allow me uh, to use just a little bit, I guess the word would be symbolism. Uh, He allowed, uh, in a symbolic sense of going through uh, that Red Sea and type of baptism, uh, the rider uh, is the spirit. The horse uh, is the habit. And every habit and every spirit that will pursue you, uh, the Bible lets me know that when you go down uh, in the water... (laughs) <laughs> it's the horse and the did you know for those of you that may have done drugs back in the day heroin used to be called horse and the reason why is because when you took some it made you feel like you was bucking and jiving and going like a horse God will take that horse if you please and heroin addicts have went down in that water and they've come up free of every drug addiction They've come up free of nicotine. They've come up free of the spirit of addiction and any horse that it's riding on. Oh, you can go down in this water right here with the addiction of pornography. You can go down with the bad temper. You can go down with all kinds of horses and riders. But when you come up, they stay down in the water. Hey, uh, it's easy to preach this. Uh, I'm telling you, it's easy to preach uh, when you're baptized uh, and you understand. Hey, it's more uh, than just going and getting a ritual. There's some here you've been baptized. You need to understand what happened when you got baptized. Because you went back and you got you a horse and a rider. Huh. You say, well, I can't be re- 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 baptized. 
We don't re-baptize. Re-baptize, folks. Now, if you've been baptized wrong, we'll re-baptize that. Because you ain't never really been baptized. Hey, don't matter how sincere you are. You don't sprinkle corpses. Hey, man, ain't no horse and rider ever, ever killed by sprinkling them. Here, let me throw some dirt on you. They ain't drowned that way. And they ain't drowned in the Trinity. Because the Trinity is a false demonic doctrine anyways. So you can't drown them in something that they're already possessed of. But you can drown them in the spirit and in the water. Thank God. But what do you do, Brother Savala? What do I do when I went back and I got some things? Like yours truly did. I was baptized when I was a young boy. And I remember too when I got the Holy Ghost. About somewhere between 9 and 10 years old. Most folks can tell you, I remember the day, the hour. I just remember, I know it was a Wednesday night. And I know that it was pre-service prayer. That's all I know. But all the other stuff, I don't know. There wasn't nobody praying with me. Not like that, just me and Jesus. And I began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Just like some of these young people have in this revival. Just like some other folks that have come and been filled with the Holy Ghost. They came seeking. Some of them didn't even know really what they was looking for. But as the Spirit began to give utterance, oh, all of a sudden that water that was poured into them, it begins to bubble out. Uh-huh. But what do I do, Brother Savala, when I have went back and got the horses and the riders? What do I do about that? Because now they're chasing me. And I can't get away from them. I'm not, I can only be born again once. What do I do with that? I'm glad you asked. That was our verse. That's the second verse. The Bible said that the heart panteth. He said, my heart, I pant after you like the heart panteth. Notice what it said. It said brooks, plural. Not one, brooks. As the heart panteth after the water brooks. Now I'm going to give you my title here in just a minute, brother, but not just yet. I got one, I promise you, I know. It keeps him awake at night probably. He didn't give another title, my God. And, uh, but I'm going to give one. And, uh, and panteth after the water brooks. Now, there's two meanings to that. Usually we just focus on the first one. The first one being, man, I'm thirsty. I'm in a desert place. I need a drink of water. I need, and some folks, that's about all they want. They just want a little drink of water. They just want a little bit of something. Uh, uh, I'm thirsty. I'm tired of the world. What they, I've been drinking there, but I don't want to leave the world, so I'm just going to come get me a little drink, uh, and now I'm going to go back and do my thing. And there's others, uh, if we're just talking about church folks, uh, thank God for the drink of water. We just come, uh, and we just get a drink, but, but we're not just wanting just to sip. We want to go from brook to brook. Hey man, I'm going to take a good drink right here because uh, I'm really headed up yonder over there. There'll be another brook over there. Uh, get me to the water. <laughs> Woo. Now that's the first way. And I could stop there a long time, but I'm not going to. So the second time, the second way is this. Now I'm not a hunter. How many of y'all are hunters? 
Okay, now I know, I know where to sell. So I got two or three hunters in here. Okay. Now, I, I mean, now, we, I was raised in the hoods. We hunted, but it, it was different types of animals. And so, so I, I, but I, I came upon this in study. And, and then I talked to some hunters, particularly the heart or the deer. When they are wounded, when they're bleeding, when they, when a predator is on their trail to take them out, the, the sites, the little research and the hunters that I've talked to said nine times out of ten, them deer are going to head for water, not for a drink, but to get in. Because when I get in the water, my enemy loses the scent of where I am. There's a protection. Get me in the water. Get me in the water of baptism and let me stay in the water of the Holy Ghost. Here's my title. The devil hates water. The devil's hated water uh, from his very existence. Uh, Oh, uh, It was during the days of Noah uh, that he said, I'm going to purge the earth uh, with water. Uh, He hated it then. uh, He hates it now. It was a demoniac uh, that they could not control. uh, That everybody said, well, just write him off. uh, That even the demoniac said, don't send me uh, into the water. uh, Don't send me uh, into the deep. uh, We don't want to go anywhere near water. And God said, okay, uh, we're fixing to answer your prayer. Uh, We just send us into the pigs. Good. I'll send you there because the pigs even know where to take the devil. I said pigs even know where to get the devil, where to get the habit and its rider. Get him in the water. You don't understand. I'm fighting depression. I'm fighting suicide. I'm fighting oppression. I'm fighting all kinds of stuff. What do I do? Have a nervous breakdown? No. Get me to the water. Get me to repentance. They're on your trail. They're on your, they're hot after you. They see you wounded. They see you broken. They see you with no hope. But God said, here's some water. Get in the water. Get in the water. Sir. What are you doing here lame? I have no man to help me. I got you, buddy. <laughs> you sinned. You're trapped. I ain't sinned. Nobody's going to come help you. The rest of your days. That's what the enemy's telling them. The rest of your days. The angel stirs the water, but you ain't good enough to get in that water. You'll never leave here healed. You sinned. That's why he was messed up. The Bible said that he was, he had sinned. You sinned. You've messed up. I'm just sitting here. I got to spend all my life next to the edge of a miracle, but I can't get in the water. I have nobody to help me. I watch everybody year after year the angel comes and whoever gets in there first they get their miracle they get their deliverance they get free the devil hates it and this man is trapped for all of his life it seems until Jesus I don't have anybody to help me that's fine if you don't have no one to help you Jesus will show up 
Because he said, you said, well, Brother Sahala, he didn't push him in the water. No, because he's the source of the water. Woman, I, I got a well. I got a source like you ain't ever even heard of. All you got is a little bucket and your well ain't good enough. But I'm the source of water. I create. I call it down. I call it up. I could be whatever I want to be. Wherever I want to be. There's resilience. There is. There is. Reconciliation. There is deliverance. We live in an age of distraction. Well, you don't know how bad my problem is. You don't know how bad my habit is. You don't know how bad the writer is. I'm just going to tell you, you get fed up enough with it. And you'll get to the water. Over 5,000 demons, if I read it right, couldn't stop the one man from getting to Jesus. There ain't anybody in here that's demon-possessed. Oh, you could be oppressed. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's folks in here that's very much demonically oppressed. But that's not the same thing as possession. You try and go to sleep and you can't. You try to get your mind off your worries and you can't. And all the while, God is showing you things where their water works for others. But you ain't, you go, man, my, my, my rider's too big. My horse is too big. Now, in honesty, there are some folks that they like their horse and rider. And there's not much you can do to help that. But get me somebody that's sick of it. Give me somebody who's tired of it. I'm tired of being wounded. I'm tired. I, I gotta have some freedom. Oh, I, I, only because I know of a situation here. And I wish I didn't, but I do. So I'm, I'm going to stay away from it. But, but there's folks. Yeah, I know because you'd use it well. He knows, and so therefore, so I'm not going to say anything about. It. But I'm just going to tell you. There's folks, you, you'll blame yourself on everything. You'll take blame that's not yours. You'll let a rider and a horse that was never meant to be yours ride you into hell. It'll herd you into eternity lost. It'll herd you into a place of burning fire when God has water for you everywhere. Wherever you, all you got to do is be thirsty enough. Get me to the water. Because the devil hates water. We're getting ready to baptize some children. Some folks say, well, what do children know? I'm going to tell you what. Some of these children I know just enough about. I know just, just enough going through all kinds of stuff. And so, what well, would it be good to baptize them at their age? I'm going to tell you what. They God filled them with the Holy Ghost. They've spoke with other tongues. They've got riders and horses that are doing their best to come against them even now at an early age. You know what the importance of that water is? One, I'm getting rid of any sins I got in my life. But two, honey, when you get baptized, when the horses and riders start coming, you can point back, oh, that's been buried over there. I don't have to ride that. I don't have to let you come against me. 
Hey, that's an understanding that needs to come to some saints of God. When the temptation comes again, uh, when that horse and rider uh, comes in another form, I've been baptized, uh, you get back in the water, get me uh, to one of the brooks, uh, let me get, I've been wounded, uh, I fell down, get back in the water, get back in the water, cause the devil uh, hates uh, water. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, it ain't nothing like being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission. Let me just give you, just to show you that I studied. I'm going, I'm just going, the Bible says all his sin comes short of the glory of God. Notice this, Micah chapter 7 verse 19. He will turn again, talking about the Lord. He will have compassion on us. You don't understand. I backslid. I messed up. I've done all the, just get off. Get rid of all the excuses. A whole bunch of us have been there. It's just time to submit to God. Say, God, I'm broken. I'm messed up. I don't know what you can do with this, but here's the pieces. And come back and let God start doing because he's going to have compassion. He's going to have, the Bible said he will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths. He, the devil, hates water. As long why? Because the Lord, uh, when I bring my sins to him, uh, he says, here's what we'll do with those. Uh, we'll cast them over there. Uh, and I ain't going to remember them no more. Uh, there's some here you struggle with past sin. Uh, you're not even involved in it. Uh, the spirit of condemnation keeps coming to you uh, about things that I did in the past. Uh, but I repented. You need to go and when it comes back nagging at you, uh, you need to say, ha ah, it's in the sea. Devil, uh, can I remind you uh, that I've been to the water uh, and I've been baptized. Uh, and this morning uh, I stopped by the brook uh, and I'm going to get back into it uh, until you leave me alone. Uh, until you lose uh, the sin. He said, I'll cast your sin into the depths of the sea. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. Jesus said, a man must be born again of the water. And of the Spirit, Mark sixteen sixteen. he that believes, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And some folks are so ignorant. And I mean that in a good, kind, Christian way. I don't mean that bagging on, but it's ignorance of the Scripture. It's ignorance. It's willful ignorance to many. The Bible, well, I just believe, and so therefore that doesn't mean baptism. I'm sorry. He that believes and is baptized. The obvious connection is if I believe, I will be baptized. If I don't believe, I ain't going to be baptized. And so he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It's for you. It's talking about the Holy Ghost and it's talking about water baptism. It's for you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Colossians 2 and verse 12. The devil hates water. He hates this message. I said he hates this message. 
He don't mind if you talk about baptism uh, as just some kind of little parenthetical deal over. Well, you can be baptized if you want to. Uh, if you want to identify with the church, you can. Uh, uh, you know, you don't have to be baptized. Uh, he hates the message uh, of water. Because when you get in the water, uh, you're drowning the horse uh, and you're drowning the water and the, and the rider. Uh, you're getting rid of the old man uh, and you're going to come up a new man. Uh, he hates the water. Uh, when you go to those brooks day after day uh, and pray in the Holy Ghost and you pray while you're wounded because he loses the scent. Man, where'd they go? I thought I had them. I had them in confusion. I had them in doubt. I just about had them. They was almost going to go back in the world but they got in the water. Where in the world did they go? Oh, thank God for the water of baptism and the water of the Holy Ghost. Colossians 2.12, buried, 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 buried with him. It's a death. It's a death. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, it's the gospel. And if you're going to have the gospel and experience the gospel, there's only one way to do it. you got to die and i got to die. We die daily and we also die one time. We die initially to be born again. We die in repentance. And then we're buried with him in baptism. Wherein also you are risen with him. Through the faith of the operation of God. Who hath raised him from the dead. I go down in that water. You children. Anybody else. There may be some adults need to be baptized here. You ain't got to wait. If you've asked God, if you're, if you're repentant of your sin, you talk to the pastor. You go down in this water right now. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. Hey, the blood either covers all or it covers nothing. I'm just telling you, friend. It covers everything or it don't cover nothing. And since it covers everything, when I go down in this water, everything's buried. When I come up, everything's new. I come out of there with no more horses and riders. It don't matter if they come again. I'm going back to the water brook now. Galatians chapter 3 verse 27. For as many of you has been baptized into Christ, have put on. Have you put on Jesus today? Lots of folks put on a lot of things in some of them put up a false front. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love, I like preaching. I, I see, I just, I, I know just a little, just enough to, I, I, I'm going to be kind and nice. And I know a preacher's not supposed to do that and evangelist isn't, but I, I'm trying to be. And so, cause I want you to hear what God wants you to hear. Some, they even come to service already knowing God's going to, God's going to deal with me. So I'm going to have my little wall up. It's time for you to put Christ back on. But you don't know what I've done. I don't care. You really think it's a surprise to God. I mean, some folks, the conceit that some some of us, all of us have had it at one time or another. That's what stops us from repentance. My sin so be. 
God can't even do. I get every once in a while I talk to somebody and say, Oh, if I walked in that church lightning and struck, you ain't that special, dude. Come on. It's a cop out. They really think that they're so bad that God can't forgive them. That God, they, they was able to succeed in hiding it from God. Who sees everything? He's everywhere. I can't even begin to tell you when I was backslid some of the places I felt God. And I was in a bad place. I was in a crack house one time. I was just starting to get involved in all that mess. Just starting. I swore. I, I swore to everybody. Swore to God. All that kind of stuff. I swore back then. I'm not swearing now. So I want you to understand the context. I did all that back then. I never do that. And right before I come back to God, I start to get involved in dealing. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted some money. Went to three different places. Right before God really finally intersected my life. And I came back. And within two weeks, two weeks of me coming back to God, every one of them was raided and people I knew was arrested and they were all closed down. There's a high likelihood that Joe Savala would have been in one of them places and you wouldn't hear about me today. But I had somebody that was praying somewhere. And I had a God that was pulling on me. And he intersected. And I got so tired, pastor, of the horse and the rider. And I was so wounded. Hey, I'm just going to tell you. I had talked. I had Jeff Queenan who's passed on now. But for a year before I come back to God, I'd meet up with Jeff every once in a while. Some of you already heard about Jeff. I'd go to his house and his wife, they were both Pentecostal. Jeff loved me. His wife didn't like me. Jeff would leave when I showed up or, or Car- Carolyn would leave when I showed up. And then she ended up loving me. They both called me son after I come back to the Lord. But ain't nobody wanted me before that. But I'd come back, I'd come over to Jeff. Jeff never, he never slammed me. He did, he just, I'm going to be your friend. I'll be your friend. He was my friend when I wasn't living for God. But when I totally got broken, and I said, I got to do something. Something's got to change. I went and found me somebody named Jeff Queenan. And Jeff didn't kick a backslider down that was ridden with every horse, was ridden with every rider, was cut up and mutilated and messed up in spirit. Jeff said, come on, let's go to the water. And I stumbled down to the brook and I got in. And man, those enemies, it seemed like they was going to hound me for a while. But I I didn't even drink. I was too wounded. I just sat there and laid down in the stream and let it take me down a little ways. And that's all I could do. I was just God. If I'm going to die somewhere, don't let it be a crack house. Don't let it be a car accident. Don't let it be at some club somewhere. Let me die in the church house. Hey! If you're going to die anywhere, uh, let it be uh, down by the waterside. Uh, Get the Holy Ghost. Uh, let it God uh, do a work in your life. Yeah. Romans 6, 4, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. 
that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also should walk, walk in newness of life. Don't let anybody here tell you. Don't let the, even the church world out there tell you. That you can have God in your life and you still act like the world, talk like the world, and do the things of the world. Hey, I'm just going to tell you, when you get this water in you, when you get to a place of baptism, when you really let God's water of the Holy Ghost run in your life, I don't care what I got to do. I don't care what I got to say. Just get me away from that and let me have more of the Spirit. Let me have more. Well, you don't know. So-and-so hurt me. I'm bitter. I'm mad. Oh, join the club. But get yourself to the water and let God purify you. Our text, Exodus chapter 14 or chapter 15, verse 1. Put it back up there if you would. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song, and the Lord spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he had triumphed gloriously the horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Are you tired of the same old habits having dominance over your life? I'm talking to people here. You tried to kick habits in your life. Are you tired of habits that have dominance in your life? It's time to get to the water. The devil hates water. He hates the waters of baptism of initial conversion. He hates these waters. Why do you think he came up with the doctrine of the Trinity? Why do you think he came up with sprinkling? Because he hates baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Because when you're baptized in Jesus name, you take on the name that's above every name that's ever been named. You walk away. You come out of those waters. A new creature in Christ Jesus. And why do you think he hates people that begin to serve God? He don't want them in church. He don't want them talking in tongues. He don't want them praying through. Why? Because he hates it when the water of the Holy Ghost really begins to flow in somebody's life. He hates it when I heard you say it spring up. Oh, well, he hates it when people get so desperate. I'm tired of the enemy wounding me. Get me to the water. If I can just get in the water, they'll lose the scent. If I can just get in the water, if I can just get there, the enemy won't be able to find me. And it's there. That the habit and its rider are buried in baptism. And it's in baptism that the name of Christ is taken on. And deliverance begins. Baptism is not the end, beginning and end of deliverance. It is the beginning. When I'm baptized in Jesus' name, I come up a new creature in Christ. But I'm a babe in Christ. And now I've got to learn how to walk in Jesus. I've got to learn how to talk in Jesus. And, and the enemy's going to come because now I really got a target on me now because I'm born again. 
That's why you got to have those other waters to get in. Get me to the brooks. Let me kill when I get wounded. Get me to the brook. Get that guy off my tail. God, I just want to, to live for you. I want deliverance to be day by day complete. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Then Peter said to them, repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. The name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Some folks get the Holy Ghost before they get baptized in Jesus' name. You like what you feel there? Sister Amanda? Pretty good, huh? Hallelujah. <laughs> it's real. It's real. You know why God chose? You know, one of the reasons why God chose when, when he gives you the Holy Ghost and that, it begins to flow out of you. You know why he chose that way to, as, a, as a first sign of being filled with the Holy Ghost? Two reasons. One is that the tongue is, it's unruly, it's an unruly, it's the most unruly member. No one, the Bible says, who can control it? So when I begin to speak with other tongues, and I know English pretty good, or Spanish, or whatever languages you might know, and all of a sudden you realize I ain't speaking anything I know. God's doing something. And you know the other reason? Because a person with an experience, is never at the mercy of somebody with an argument. They, you can go to any church you want to and they'll say, well, you don't have to have the Holy Ghost and God's not giving the Holy Ghost to people and God's not. And you just look at it and say, well, I, I, I got it. Well, what college you been to? I ain't been to any. Well, 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 what type of super spiritual things are you doing? Nothing except for God filled me with the Spirit. And I know because I was there when he did it. Ain't nobody can take it away from you. Nobody can take away the fact that I've been to the water and I've been baptized and I had the water flowing in me and now it's flowing out of me. Nobody can take that away. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 8. The Bible said when, when they believed Philip's preaching, they repented of their sins and when they believed... Watch, just, just look here. Uh, just, just ask. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm preaching to a whole lot of folks that know. And, uh, and, and I, and I, when I say this, I'm not embarrassing because I feel like I'm preaching to more than, than one person that's, uh, away from God, backslid in the spirit. And I just, just so you all, anybody else that's here that's your backslider, just know this preacher ain't gonna go run and, and get you and jerk you down to an altar. Eyes backslid. I know exactly what it's like. I know what it's like to come to church. And I know what it's like to know that those waters over there are for me. And I know what it's like to be wounded. And I know what it's like to sit there. I know what it's like to come to church and say, no, I'm not going to respond. But I feel the presence. I know all of that. But I'm just going to tell you, when you get tired of it and when you really want deliverance, the only way you're going to do it is run back to the water. And you have control of that. You go ahead and make up all the excuses you want to. I know them. I got them. I can tell you. Well, you know, Peter failed God, but he didn't have the Holy Ghost. And so and so. And everyone that we come up with, they failed God. We try to encourage it. And the backslider, they already know. They got it all reasoned out. Why? Why their deal is so bad and they can't. I'm just telling you, when you get tired of it, when you get sick of a backslid condition, there ain't nothing to stop you. 
There ain't a relationship big enough. There ain't a horse. There ain't a rider. There ain't a problem big enough. God, I just need the water. <laughs> so, so I did, all you, any of you here that are back, then y'all safe. I ain't going jerking you. I don't do it. I refuse to. Cause you gotta come to a place. Now, it may be too late. You may decide to keep on going, see how far out you can string it out. And thank God for His mercy. Thank God for praying people. But somewhere you gotta come to your own spirit, own realization. When the prodigal came to himself, the father, the people in the house, nobody went out there and said, come on, won't you come home? But there's folks here praying. There's folks here. The reason why you're here is because people stayed in the house and people are saying the water's still here. It's still available. We're still baptizing. It's still flowing down here. If you had any questions, there's a first time visitor come down here. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. I'm just telling you, whosoever will, let him come. You go ahead and play with the horse and rider all you want to. And it may take your life. And there'll be sorrow. And there'll be sadness. But it won't be anybody's fault here in the church. It won't be God's. It'll be because you decided you didn't want the water. But it's here today. I ain't going, I could tell you scary stories. I ain't going to do all that today. Because that's not the purpose. I just want you to know that I know. So we're all on the same page. Hallelujah. And so... And so, Acts chapter 8, look at Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8, the Bible said, uh, verse 6, And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many, and that, then there were possessed with them, and many met, taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed. Not all of them, but many of them. And there was great joy in that city. Notice verse 12. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. When they believed it, their response was, Get me to the water. And the devil hated it so much, he even tried to get baptized himself. But when it really came down to receiving the Holy Ghost, that devil was revealed. I ain't got time to preach all that. It's too much stuff. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, verse 44. A good man. Now there's folks here, you may, you may, you, you may love God, and there's no question. Our, the, the world, the church, the nominal world is filled with people that they love God, they, they obey all that they are taught and that they know. They even live for God more, stronger than some of their leadership does. But the mark of a true disciple and somebody that wants to live for God is not that they're sincere. It's that they're obedient to every word of God. Notice, so Cornelius is a man. The Bible said that he was a good man. He gave alms. He sacrificed. He prayed. That's the beginning of Acts chapter 10. And the Bible said that an angel finally shows up. And some folks would stop right there and say, have you seen an angel? No. Well, I've seen an angel. I'm more 
spiritual than you is. But an angel is not a mark of salvation. Angels just merely give direction and they give words. And the angel said, hey, Cornelius, your prayers have come up as a memorial before God. You're doing right things. But if you need to be saved, you need to send for a man named Simon Peter who's living over here with Simon the Tanner. And you got to get him to come and tell you how you and your house are going to be saved. Peter shows up. He begins to preach. Verse 44 of Acts chapter 10. While Peter spake the word, uh, the Holy Ghost fell on all them uh, which heard the word. They of the circumcision which believed were astonished. As much many as came with Peter, because on the Gentiles was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. How'd they know? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. See? Those folks right there. They said, how we know they got the Holy Ghost? Because they got it like we did. We all spoke in tongues. And today uh, there's people that when you get the Holy Ghost, everybody that is a Christian that's born again will speak with other tongues. Don't let no charismatic denominal person that ain't ever spoken tongues teach you about tongues. And so they spoke with tongues. Notice, and when Peter, then answered Peter, verse 46, now into 47, can any man forbid water? The devil hates water. Can any man forbid water? Those that have received the Holy Ghost as well as me. As well as we, they need to be, get them in the water. Get them in the water. Next verse, 48. And he commanded them to be baptized. It wasn't a suggestion. If you're here today and you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ... If you was baptized in some Trinity formula or you were sprinkled, uh, if you are truly repented in your heart uh, and if you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, and you talk to the pastor, you can be baptized tonight uh, in Jesus' name. It's not a suggestion. Uh, it's a command. Uh, if you want to be born again, uh, if you want the habits, uh, if you want the horse and the rider to be destroyed uh, initially, uh, you better get to the water. Acts chapter 19. I'm going to be done here quickly. I've already went too long. Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19, verses 3 through 5. The apostle Paul comes upon some some uh, 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 apostles, or rather disciples of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the greatest of the prophets. Jesus said there's none greater. And so you're not going to get, I mean, what a man to sit under. But John the Baptist taught you should believe on him that's coming after me. And so here you got 12 disciples that they all they know, they hadn't heard about Jesus yet, obviously. And they hadn't heard about baptism in Jesus' name. They're just continuing in everything they know to do. And, he, and, and the apostle Paul shows up. And he came to certain disciples of John the Baptist on the coast of Ephesus. And he begins to ask them. He find, he meets them and the first thing he says, Hey, how's you baptized? And they said, under John's baptism. Because that's what we were taught. We're doing the best we can. And Paul said, "What do you, don't you know any better? No. He said, you know, John said to believe on him that was coming after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Then the next question he asked him was, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said, we not heard, we never heard the Holy Ghost. 
You're not hurt whether there be any only. It wasn't their fault. They're doing everything they know to do. They're trying to live for God the best they can. But the mark of sincerity is that when more truth comes, the mark of sincerity is when somebody comes and says, hey, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. It's not the mark of sincerity says, really? Man, give me that Holy Ghost. I want it. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to have it. It's not, well, mama didn't have it. Daddy didn't have it. And I don't believe this. That preacher over there. I'm not interested in all that. What does somebody that really wants to be a disciple of Christ do? And when they heard about baptism in Jesus' name. Notice verse 5. I can quote it, but I want you to see it. When they heard this. Get the habit, the rider in the water. Get me in the water. Get me baptized. God, I've been searching for this. If that's all it takes, get me in the water. And after I'm living for God, get me to the brooks. Because the enemy's going to come. The wounds are going to come. They're going to chase me again. Just get me to the water. They'll lose the scent when I get into the waters. When I begin to speak with other tongues. When I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. The devil hates water. Last verse, Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. It's the Apostle Paul who is not yet the Apostle Paul. He's just Saul. He's the persecutor of the church. The message I'm preaching right now, Saul, who became Paul, hated Had Saul heard me preach this before his conversion, he'd have been trying to kill me. How could you preach about one God? How could you preach about Jesus? There's only one God. You're an idolater. You are defaming who I worship. But he did it in ignorance. He was sincere about serving God. He just didn't know who that God really was. But all his life he had done everything he could to serve that God. And one day on a road to Damascus. Who art thou Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus. I'm the guy. That you're going or you're killing my people. I've been wanting to know you. And I've been going against you. I'm sorry. It's all right, Paul. He said, the God of our fathers, verse 14, hath chosen thee that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And now, see, the Lord sent him to a man named Ananias or Annius. And he had to submit himself to a man. He's blind. I can't see. I've heard from God. 
I've got habits and riders that are following me. What do I do? Saul, God chose you. God's got His hand. There's some of you, you're running for you the, the, the most you can run because God's had His hand on you since you was young. And the enemy has done everything he could to wound you, to kill you. And when he finally got you down, you thought there's no hope. And so if I can't win, I might as well just join him. But the Holy Ghost has your number. And God sent a man of God. It's not just a relative. It's not just this church. The hand of God is on your life. And it's time for you to make some decisions. Will I get rid of the habit and the rider? So, why tarriest thou? Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized. Wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. What are you doing waiting? What are you doing waiting? You waiting for somebody to come. Oh, come on. Hey, God's doing it. If God can't compel you to move, I'm not going to sit there and try and override God. Stand with me here tonight. What a powerful move of the Lord here. The devil, I said the devil hates water. My, 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 my. Amanda, you are a blessing today to this church. You've been blessed mightily by the Holy Ghost here. And I don't know if you've been baptized in Jesus' name or not. But if you haven't been, tonight would be a good night to get baptized. You've already got the Holy Ghost. That means God's already accepted your repentance. Now you talk to the pastor or whatever, but you can be baptized tonight. You want to be baptized tonight? That's good. Now I'm going to tell you what you do. You Here in just a minute, when you come up out of that water, what you just felt right here was just a little bit. Okay? When you come up out of that water, you're going to go down and all the past, whatever your past is on, it's going to stay in that water. When you come up out of the water with hands raised, you're going to come up a new person. You begin to worship God and God will fill you with the Holy Ghost again. Oh, hallelujah. My, 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 my. Let me just tell some of you. And it's more than one. Some of you haven't smiled since you got, you know why? Because you're fighting conviction. You ain't got no joy. You have no peace. And all you'd have to do is come to the water. You go ahead. Now, I told you, you go ahead and you, you might fool everybody else. You might think, you, but you ain't fooling this preacher at all. Not even close. You go ahead. 
because you ain't drinking. Any, oh, you're drinking out there. You're drinking Bud Light. And you're drinking your hard liquor. You drink. I mean, you're doing some doing their drugs. Doing, you, you go ahead. You know, you and I both know that's about as empty as you're gonna get. Ain't nothing to it but to do it is what they say. Well, well, I say in the church, ain't nothing to do it but do it here too. Get me to the water. God, if I, I'm going to be baptized. There's some kids here getting ready to be baptized in Jesus' name. There's an adult. See, we're going to run the gamut today. It's for your children. It's for you. It don't matter what your age is. You just need to be baptized. Some of you, you don't need to be baptized in this water. You need to have your spirit baptized all over again. You know what some are afraid of? Well, what happens if I talk it to oh, let me, oh, let me just, let me just dress it. I've, I've been there. I've been there. Sometimes I wonder, right now, sometimes I go, God, why in the world? I went through all that stuff. I failed you. I was a no good. I'm a nothing. And God says, yeah, I know, but you're going to do a work for me. And I understand it more now, more and more. The older I get, it's been 26 years. I know what it's like. Well, I'm going to be Mr. Super Christian now. Now I'm still backslid as a goose. And I'm just coming there and say, well, I don't want to pray through because I don't want to be a failure. And I don't want to, I don't want to make a mockery of God. I don't want to, and boy, it sounds like a good excuse, but that's exactly what what it is what it is i got too much pride to submit myself and say god i need the water I need the water well what happens preacher if i fell again get back in the water why in the world do you want to stay out there and die in your sin when i got another opportunity to get in the water now let's love the lord together let's love him well hallelujah Thank you, Lord, for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, God. Lord Jesus, for the water of repentance. God, and for the water of continued conversion. How I love you. How I love you. How I love you. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Those of you... Those of you that are about to be baptized for the first time, I want you to just come stand up here in the front. Children and, and, and anybody, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, you want to be, come on up. But especially our children. And uh, good man, come on up. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Now here's what we're going to do. Now, no, 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 no. You turn around and face me. And everybody turn around and face the altar here. All right, y'all. I know y'all are relatives. Just give yourself some room. Amen. I, well, you don't slap one another or nothing. All right. Thank God for our children. Thank God for Amanda. Amanda, you just keep coming. Don't don't let this. Uh, sometimes in the world, folks, just allow what they've experienced in this type of atmosphere to be an experience. Keep coming back. Keep building on what God's doing tonight. All right. Keep coming. Now, here's what I want you four to do. Because God wants to touch you in a mighty way even before we get into the baptistry again. So I want you all to just lift your hands and begin to talk to the Lord again. Come on, let God hear your voice. Come on, children. Come on, man, that's right. Just begin to love the Lord and praise God. God, you see, you see each of these children. God, you know the atmospheres that are around them. And yet, God, you've chosen to fill them with the Holy Ghost. You're going to baptize them, and you're, they're going to come up new creatures.
God upon God a man to hear Jesus your presence that's already come to abide in her God that you are getting ready to wash away all of her sins she's going to come up a new creature in you God we love you we thank you we praise you now while these are praying keep on praying if there's anybody here that you just want to get in the water again you've been wounded your spirit's wounded you know man they're after me again Hey, but there's some hope in the water I want to invite you quickly come on come on brother come on sister come on backslider come on Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, that's fine. God's happy with what's going on right here. Ah. Sister, why don't you come to stand here behind Veronica, uh, behind Amanda. Sister, just behind one of them. No pressure, Mama. And I mean this, no pressure. If you're not comfortable, well, I usually like to have one of the parents come and stand. If you're comfortable standing behind her, fine. If not, I understand. I'm serious. No pressure. Not embarrassed. Otherwise, I'll get someone else. You want me to get somebody else? Okay, fine. Stay right there. Sis, come on. Come behind here. No knock, no nothing. You understand that. I love you. Been there. Brother, dad, I want you to come stand behind your son. Now, what's getting ready to happen is a miracle in them waters. If you ever wanted to see a miracle, you're getting ready to see four miracles. Before this night is over. Four miracles. Now every one of you adults. Let's pray with these here. They've prayed by themselves once. Now let's pray with them together. Jesus. Jesus the hand of your spirit. God upon each one of these. God your hand. Lord upon
of the Holy Ghost. The glory of the Holy Ghost is rested upon us. Oh, hallelujah. That's right. The devil uh, hates water. Uh, he hates the Holy Ghost in filling. Uh, he hates baptism in Jesus' name. Uh, but the more he hates it, uh, the more we're going to do it. Uh, the more uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, is going to outpour uh, and do a work. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love... Oh! Hallelujah. Come on, let's just keep loving the Lord. They're, they're, doing, they're doing some planning here right now. Come on, the Spirit's still helping us right now. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, the Spirit... It's hard to resist the Spirit. It's hard to quench the Spirit. (laughs) I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, come on, while they're getting ready, let's worship the Lord. Come on, let's thank the Lord for what He's doing right now. This is real. I said it's real. It's real. It's real. ready and if you want to go ahead 
uh, we got two Amandas here. So, so if you want to go ahead and lead her up here to the baptistry, we're going to get ready to baptize Amanda. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to just read us a couple of scriptures here real quick. And then I'm going to let Brother Savala do what he feels here tonight. What a powerful message that we have heard. I want to just confirm to you what he has preached. Now he, he started out in the book of Exodus. Exodus 15 where they were rejoicing that the horse and rider had been cast into the sea. But I want to back up a chapter and read what the man of God said to them before it happened. And here's what he said. Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. That's what happens when you take the horse and rider to the sea. They get buried in that water and you don't ever have to see them again. Well, hallelujah. I'm telling you, when the devil starts bringing up things out of your past... That were before you got baptized. You just ask him devil what are you talking about? God doesn't even remember that. That got cast in the sea. You want to get down in the water and find it? See one final scripture and I'm done. And then I'm going to go. What a wonderful privilege to be able to do this baptizing here tonight. But I got one more scripture just to prove what the man of God has said. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 43 says this. Now his title was, The Devil Hates Water. Listen to what Jesus said. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places. He goes through dry places. You know why he goes through dry places? Because he hates water, that's why. He hates the water of baptism, and he hates the water of the Holy Ghost. He hates that river that's flowing out of us. So he's going to stay in the dry places. That's why he wants you to be dry in your spirit. That's why he doesn't want you talking in tongues. That's why he doesn't. That's why he wants you to stay as far away from God. Because he's going to walk around in dry places. He's got liberty in dry places. But where the water's flowing, he doesn't like that. Sing, sing. Well, then nothing else can do. Oh, yes. Come on, we're apostolic here. Well, it's the second chapter. Read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Well, yeah. Well, it's for me. 
And it's for you. That's what's happening. For your children. Oh, yeah. And their children too. It does something. Oh, there's nothing else can do. Well, then I. was giving away oh yeah well it's for me and it's for you oh yeah that's right come on you're getting ready to see a miracle here folks well, else can do. Well, in Acts the second chapter you can read it for yourself everyone pray for sister amanda right now we're going to pray yes, yes, and yes god's holy going to ghost. touch her in a very special way yes holy god let's pray right now
converted and I feel I feel alright well I've been changed in Jesus name oh I feel feel alright well I've already been to the water and I've already been baptized oh I've already been converted and I feel Lord I feel alright I've been changed in Jesus' name, and I feel, I feel all right. Well, I feel all right. I feel all right. Said I feel all right. 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 Well, I've been changed in Jesus' name, and I feel. God. Let's pray for Emmy right now. Everybody. Amen. The Lord will help her, walk with her, use her. Let's pray for her right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for what you're doing in her life. I thank you, Lord, for filling her with the Holy Ghost. God, I pray, walk with her, Lord Jesus, and use her, God, in your kingdom. Oh, Lord, do a work, God, through her, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God, praise
grandchildren in Jesus name amen such an honor amen these precious beautiful girls hallelujah let's pray for Addie right now Lord
to having a son-in-law that's a preacher as he gets to baptize this grandchild. Amen. But we'll defer to him. I'm just glad that Camden's getting baptized. And I'm so thankful the Lord filled him with the Holy Ghost the other night. Praise God. Thankful God filled Emmy and Addie with the Holy Ghost some weeks ago. What, what exciting times. Amen. I'll turn this microphone over to Camden's dad and let him take it from here. Hallelujah. Well, I am uh, overwhelmed with gratitude that this is child number three, and he's got the Holy Ghost. Amen. My mom always posts that scripture, I have no greater joy than than to see that my children walk in truth. And that is the case for me tonight. And uh, I want you to pray with me tonight for Camden. And just ask God to use him in a mighty way. Amen. Praise God. 